Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Not commit to Indiana University and Mike Woodson. IU had been on a run, getting top 100 guys. Things looked good for a while with Noel Clowney. Now he's uh, he's named Alabama as the school he's going to go to. So he's dead to me. Dead to me. His name will not be uttered again. Noel Clowney going to Alabama. Good luck to him. Fine. I, I don't worry about such things. I watched on CBS H- Sports HQ. Right, they do this kind of thing, and it drives me nuts. They come out at 5, they say at 5, he's going to decide. They talk to a guy from 24-7 Sports, they talk to Clowney, they talk to his family, they talk to everybody. Nobody cares about any of that crap. What they care about is where the guy's going to go. I don't watch CBS Sports HQ except for these moments. Stop screwing around and wasting my time, wasting the time of the people who watch his channel. Do your job, present the information at the time that it is promised. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. I'm Ken Sterling. It's Monday, November 1st, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. All of your sports wagering needs in one place. Great props every single day. Mybookie.ag. Use Ken Sterling, the promotional code Ken Sterling. There you go. All right, let's talk about the Colts and get off Indiana basketball and not get Noah Clowney. The entire state of South Carolina is dead to me. Uh, Some news about the roster today. This is one of those weird weeks because they play Thursday night, so we get an injury report on Monday. We usually don't get them until Wednesday. We got the injury report and, like I said, some roster moves. Tyquan Lewis put on IR. He is done for the season. He's got a torn patella tendon. Adios to Tyquan, who actually played pretty well this season. Adios also to Brett Hundley. They have waived Brett Hundley, released him, and so that means, oh, Bloxy, you know, the Beau Rivage. I've been there. At any rate, uh, Brett Hundley gone. That means Sam Ellinger will be the backup quarterback moving forward, which was entirely foreseeable if you watched any part of the preseason, if you watched the workouts, the uh, whatever the Colts were doing at Grant Park uh, earlier this year, this summer. Sam Ellinger looked like a football player. Jacob Eason looked statuesque. 
He looked like he was built to play football, but he never looked exactly like a football player. Sam Ellinger moves around like a football player, makes reads like a professional quarterback. I like Sam Ellinger and what he will bring to this offense if Carson Wentz is ever injured. We also learned today that T.Y. Hilton will not play on Thursday night. It's It's just impossible to move through the concussion protocol at a rate that would allow him to play. So even Sunday to Sunday, you got to kind of hustle through that thing and get to the practice on Friday and all of that. Thursday night game makes it impossible. So no T.Y. Hilton, but we're used to that. T.Y. Hilton has become kind of like Paris Campbell. We just understand that he's not going to be around, and and that's too bad because T.Y. Hilton has the ability to stretch defenses and from a pragmatic perspective has an opportunity to elevate the Colts offensively. Sadly, even at the age of 31 or whatever, sadly, we don't get to see that again this week. His health precluding it, the concussion, you saw it, right? His head hit the turf and his hand, he dropped the football and his hands kind of went like that, like they do when guys go into that sort of concussion. You know, the brain just seizes all, you know, muscles and eh, for a time. That's what happened with T.Y. Hilton. So they're going to sit him this week, and we'll see what happens. Kari Willis did not practice today. For the Jets, oh, by the way, Quentin Nelson limited today. That doesn't mean anything. Don't worry about that. He's going to play on Thursday night. George Fant. I I saw in the injury list, George Fant. I said, George Fant, the basketball player from uh, Western Kentucky and, and Warren Central prior to that? Yes, that George Fant. He became a football player at Western Kentucky in his final year of eligibility, used a fifth year, went out for football, did really well as a tight end, came to the NFL. He's an offensive tackle for the Jets. He is. Uh, he was on the shelf today at practice. We'll see if he plays Thursday night. Zach Wilson on the shelf today at practice for the Jets. Zach Wilson, man, you, you got to wonder if you're Zach Wilson, right? Whether you're going to uh, get the nod once you're back because uh, Mike White, of Western Kentucky also. Western Kentucky football is putting out guys. Mike White yesterday, 37 to 45, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 405 yards. He was a fifth rounder, went to the Cowboys out of Western Kentucky. My goodness sake, I'm alive. So now we got to stop Mike White. I wasn't worried about Zach Wilson. Now I'm worried about Mike White. Um, like I said, quick week, uh, Frank Reich's media availability today, fascinating as always. Somebody had the temerity, and I don't know who, had the temerity to ask. <laughs> you gotta love some of these guys. Have you ever thought of turning over the play calling to Marcus Brady? He's the offensive coordinator. And Frank Reich just said, no. <laughs> no. All right. Fair enough. Not a bad question because we ask, right? You know, head coaches, they don't always uh, serve in that role, either defensively or offensively. Some guys, they do their job kind of running the show, being the, the overseer, the chairman of the board of all that goes on on the sideline. And the offensive coordinators call the plays, defensive coordinators call the scheme. And the head coach, he monitors and he directs. Frank Reich doesn't direct. He makes the calls. And yesterday, not so well.
Yeah, no kidding. You, you got to love that, right? You got to love a guy who's going to ask that question. Um, he also said something in the same answer that was uh, a bit contradictory. He, he was asked about uh, Jonathan Taylor, and everybody in Indianapolis wants to know, how do you run this guy 16 times? You throw it, you have Wentz drop back 54 times. You have Taylor run it 16 times. What the hell are you doing? He is the most dynamic presence on the field, period, bar none. Not Carson Wentz, not Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor. And you give it to him 16 times, he, he runs it. And you know that dating all the way back to November 12th last year, the Colts have not won a game where Taylor didn't rush for 80 or more yards. And still you don't give him the, It's crazy not to give him the ball more often. So somebody asked him about it, and he said, in the midst of his answer, I'm not interested in just getting his rushing total. And then not three sentences later, said, believe me, I want to get him as many rushing attempts as we can. Well, which is it? What are we doing? What, what is going on with this team? Is it fair, I ask you, is it fair to hold Frank Reich ultimately accountable for what went on yesterday, what went on against the Ravens? Is, is that a fair assessment to say it's on Reich and because Reich is so defiant in terms of, of his insistence upon calling the plays and his insistence upon using Carson Wentz as his chief, chief weapon, is it fair to point the, the finger and say this is on Reich? Yes, I totally believe that. It is fair to point the finger at Reich. He's a head coach. The buck stops here with Frank Reich. Frank Reich made deleterious calls all over the place yesterday, but here are some of the highlights. And, and you know what? I don't like doing this. I don't like blaming a coach for this kind of crap, for losses like this. I like blaming the players because they're the ones who have to execute, right? They're the ones who have to block. They're the ones who have to run the route correctly. They're the ones who have to deliver the ball on time, have to hit the hole on time, have to hold their blocks long enough to spring a guy like Taylor or a guy like Hines. All right, fourth and three from the Tennessee 40, up 14-0. You have to pin Tennessee back. You cannot give them life. And that's exactly what the Colts did. It's kind of like poker. We talk about poker all the time. If you're playing a guy heads up and, and you run in, you know, he's got a short stack and you run in, right, and, and you got nothing, you got, you know, eights, what do you think's going to happen? He's going to win. You're going to give that player life. And that's exactly what Reich did with the Tennessee Titans yesterday. He gave him life going for it, fourth and three on the Tennessee 40. How about second and six from the Tennessee 32 with 6.09 left in the fourth quarter? Marlon Mack, here he comes. Hadn't played, I don't think to that point he had played it down. Certainly hadn't had a touch. And here comes old number 25. Runs into the game. Hey, how you guys doing? Tennessee knows that when Marlon Mack comes into the game, the Colts give the ball to Marlon Mack. They're not bringing him in as a decoy. Who in their right mind would utilize Marlon Mack as a decoy? So sec er, uh, second and six on the 32, on the very fringe of uh, field goal range for Michael Badgley, right? 
I yelled at the TV. That TV right there. I yelled at my wife. I said, gain a yard and a half. That's what's coming. You know what came? Gain of a yard and a half, except Ryan Kelly was called for holding. So it moved the Colts back to the Tennessee 42, and they subsequently had to punt after another play. Why would you bring Marlon Mack into the game for the first time in the fourth quarter in a high-leverage situation? Are you psychotic? What is the matter with you? Look, did he get a mean look from Marlon Mack's parents? Were they at Lucas Oil Stadium yesterday? Kind of like, Marlon's got to play! Put Marlon in! What are you doing? Marlon can run the ball! Like parents do at high school games. Idiot parents at high school games drive me crazy. Anyway, is that what happened? Did they get into uh, Frank Reich's bonnet and motivate him to suddenly think Marlon Mack is the perfect answer, second and six, at the Tennessee 32, in a situation that could very well determine the winner and the loser of this very, very important game? Get out of your mind, by the way. Is Marlon Mack going to be traded? I really like Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack's a hell of a guy. Really good guy. Great guy to talk to, kind of quiet, but very thoughtful. I like Marlon Mack, but get him the hell out of town. If you could get a bag of balls, get him out of here just so you don't feel compelled with 6.09 left against the Jets in the fourth quarter to put Marlon Mack into the game to go get another yard. Please trade him now so we don't have to see him come in for Jonathan Taylor. I'd like to see him trade Jordan Wilkins. Get him the hell out of here. Naheem Hines, I'm keeping, because he can work out of the slot. But don't give yourself any options if you're going to listen to girlfriends or wives or parents. Don't do it. Um, Is he going to go? I think he's gone. I think you trade him and you get a sixth rounder or whatever, because why wouldn't you at this point? You're three and five. I know that Derrick Henry is out maybe for the rest of the regular season. He's He's got to have foot surgery. And so, uh, yeah, that's true. Wilkins. But I thought they would sign him to the practice squad. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, But you're right. They did. They did wave Wilkins. At any rate, the uh, and they did elevate today. They elevated a running back. Of course, uh, the great Deion Jackson has now been elevated. I liked what he did in camp. So we'll see. Josh Jones, safety, also. Uh, signed to the 53-man roster for this week. But get Mac the hell out of here. I want all running backs. Deion Jackson, wave him immediately now that he's on the 53-man roster. Get him out of here. I don't want anybody taking carries away from Jonathan Taylor, period. End of conversation. No, Henry's injury does not reopen the, the division, and here's why. The Titans have two more against the Texans, one against the Jags, one against the Dolphins. Those are wins, whether Derrick Henry plays or not. Tennessee is a good enough team to win games without Derrick Henry against the dregs of the NFL, and that's what you got in the Texans, the Dolphins, and the Jaguars. So they're going to win those four games. That takes them to 10 wins. Because they own the tiebreaker, that means that the Colts have got to get to 11-6 and six to win the division ahead of the Tennessee Titans. Ain't going to happen. You got to win all the games you're supposed to win. You got to win the coin toss games, kind of like against the Raiders. And then you've got to beat two of the following at Buffalo versus Tampa here 
right, in a few weeks, and at Arizona on Christmas Day. you got to win two of those plus all the rest. Not going to do that. It's preposterous. If they had won yesterday, I'd feel really good about the Colts' chances to win the AFC South. But they didn't. Pacers tonight, going up against the Spurs. What are you going to Oh, number 25. Here he comes. Marlon Mack. Hey, everybody. Hey, I'm getting the ball. Whoops. Gain of a yard. What are you going to do? Breakfast with Kent. Tomorrow morning brought to you by the people at mybookie.ag. All of your sports wagering needs in one place. Use Kent Sterling as a promotional code. Let's go. I, this should be, it feels like it should be Optimism Wednesday. Right? Come on. No, nine wins for Tennessee. They got six already. They got two against the Texans, one against the Dolphins, one against the Jaguars. What do you got in your ears? Come on, listen to me. Let's go. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.